welcome to the third episode of the Three Pointer Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Richards, and in this episode, we will be doing a trade machine episode, and we will be breaking down some trades which I have set up um, with players around the NBA for this offseason. So, firstly, um, I'll give a list of some of the players I will be including in this trade machine episode. Um, so, we've got Buddy Heald of the Sacramento Kings. Buddy Heald uh, has been rumoured to be having some issues in the locker room with Sacramento. Um, I'm not sure if it's because Luke Walton has decided to start bringing him off the bench or if it's unrelated to that and it might be related to uh, him having an issue with uh, other players. Um, but he there has been mo- numerous reports of Buddy Heald having chemistry issues in the Kings locker room and I believe the Kings would like to get him traded this offseason so I've got a trade for him. Um, Also I have a trade for the Indiana Pacers. Um, Recently the Indiana Pacers fired their head coach Nate Nate McMillan um, whether this was because they want to kickstart a rebuild or maybe this is because they want to reach further than a first round exit in the playoffs um I don't know so we've got a trade for them which would help them restart a rebuild uh we also have a trade for the San Antonio Spurs uh where they will trade to get a better young a good young piece um uh Yes, and I can't give too much away, too much else away in this trade, but uh, they will definitely uh, get a much better piece who will suit them a lot better than their current young core. Um, Then we've got a trade for Drew Holiday, uh, the Pelicans guard. Um, Drew Holiday is one of the best two-way guards in the league. Um, He shut down Dame in the playoffs a few years ago. And he is an outstanding defender, uh, one of the best in the league. And so I have a trade for him because he, uh, there's been rumours that he, well, not that he doesn't fit in well, but he doesn't fit in the time, he doesn't fit in well with the timeline of the Pelicans rebuild. So I've got a trade for him. I also have a trade for the Golden State Warriors, who would be looking to trade for a star uh, with Andrew Wiggins and their first rounder this year in this 2020 draft. Um, So I've got a trade for them. I also have a trade for the Minnesota Timberwolves in the case that they want to trade their first round pick. Um, And finally, I have a trade for the Philadelphia 76ers uh, where they will trade to get some more shot creators and get Hull Horford slash Joel Embiid out of there so they've got more spacing in the front court. I will also give um, sort of percent likelihoods that they that these trades could happen. So um, yes, I'll be including them as well. So firstly, the Buddy Heald trade. I have him going to the Magic and the Kings in return will get Alfred Aminu, Aaron Gordon and their the Magic's 2020 second round pick, which would be around pick 46, I believe, or pick 48, I'm not quite sure. 
Um, so the magic would benefit by getting a better shooter uh, as the magic, uh, while they're a great offensive team, uh, sorry, while they're a great defensive team, they lack offense. And Buddy Heald would bring them that as he's one of the best shooters in the league. As And I believe he just won the most recent uh, All-Star Weekend three-point contest. The Kings would do this to get more um, forward depth. As currently they've got Marvin Bagley, who's quite injured. And a bunch of veterans, uh, such as Nemanja Bielica and um, players like that. So this would give the Magic starting five looking like um looking like Markel Fultz, Buddy Heald, potentially Evan Fournier, potentially uh Jonathan Isaac if they want to go a bit smaller or taller, it just depends. Um then at the power forward they could have Jonathan Isaac if they decide to put Evan Fournier in at small forward or they could also or they could have Nikola Vucevic at power forward and then finally at centre they could have Mo Bamba, or if they decided to put Evan Fournier in the starting lineup, they could have Nikola Vucevic at center and then um, Jonathan Isaac at power forward. Then for the Kings, this would give them a starting lineup of Darren Fox, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, uh, Harrison Barnes, Aaron Gordon, and either Marvin Bagley if he gets healthier um, and less injury prone or Rashawn Holmes, who um, has been very good for the Kings this year. So uh, let me know below in the comments who you think win this, win, would win this trade. Um, now on to the second one. We have the Pacers and the Hawks um, doing a deal. So the Hawks would get Malcolm Brogdon and the, India, and the Pacers 2021 first rounder that's lottery protected um, and then the Pacers would receive Dwayne Dedman and Cam Reddish as well as the uh, Hawks 2026th pick number six pick in the draft so the Pacers would do this to try and kickstart a rebuild as I have previously mentioned and getting the sixth pick as well as Cam Reddish would definitely help them in doing that they could immediately replace their, uh, Malcolm Brogdon um, by picking up someone like um, Killian Hayes if the Bulls don't take him. And um, the Hawks would do this to get a better, more defensive uh, shooting guard besides Trey Young, who can um, also space the floor on offense. Um, then, uh, so this would leave... The Hawks starting lineup looking like Trey Young, Malcolm Brogdon, um, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, and Clint Capella. And this would leave the Pacers starting lineup looking like Killian Hayes, potentially, or whoever they find a replacement at point guard. Could be um, Tyrese Halliburton, could be even Cole Anthony. Um, just all depends on who they decide to pick in the draft, um, then they would have um, Victor Oladipo at shooting guard, um, then they would have at small forward, TJ Warren, power forward, uh, Miles Turner, and Demantis Sabonis at centre, although they are pretty interchangeable. Um, now for the third trade, 
Um, we have the Spurs and the Pacers uh, doing a trade here, and the Spurs will pick up Demantis Sabonis, and the Pacers will trade, and the Pacers will pick up Rudy Gay, Lonnie Walker, and the Spurs' eleventh pick in the draft. Uh, so the Pacers would do this as well if they decided to do their other one in the case that they're kick-starting their rebuild, and then they'd immediately get the 11th and 6th pick, and they would also get rid of DeMontis Sabonis, who is extremely high value, uh, as he was just named to an all-star team uh, earlier this year, and um, then the Pacers would also get Lonnie Walker as well as the 11th pick. So this would actually leave them, if they did both this and the pre previous trade, with um, off their bench, Lonnie Walker and Cam Reddish, and um, they would also be able to potentially select a point guard in the upcoming draft, or they could um, select a power forward slash center like Obi Toppin or Onyeka Kongwu to replace Demontis Sabonis and fit in with Miles Turner in the front court. Um, the Spurs would probably do this. Um, to sort of get a more established star, and um, as they're trying to kickstart a rebuild, Demantis Bonus would be this player for them, as he would be a much better piece to surround uh, Dejunte Murray with, as he can play make, and he's just a, in general, a very Spurs-like big man. Now, um, for the next trade, we have the Warriors and the 76ers doing a trade, and the Warriors will trade for Star in Joel Embiid, who has been rumored, who has been in multiple rumors to be traded. Obviously, for the Warriors, uh, well, actually first, I'll let you know who the 76ers are receiving. That so they would be receiving Andrew Wiggins and the second pick in the draft. So the Warriors would like were are likely trying to pursue a trade for uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or at least it has been rumours rumoured that that would occur, or would the, the Warriors would like to make that happen. But I don't actually think this is very realistic, as the Bucks just led their team, or as Giannis just led the Bucks to the best record uh, in the NBA, and they're also making a strong finals run in the playoffs so far. Um... So the Warriors would then likely settle for Joel Embiid as Joel Embiid is still not on the level of Giannis, but he is still a star and he would also um, fit in well with the Warriors' front court as they sort of lack a centre uh, who can uh, be a solid option for them there. Then the 76ers would do this um, so that they could get a... Better, uh, more a better young guy uh, who can provide more spacing from in the draft, such as Lamelo Ball. Um, then they could play Ben Simmons at uh, power forward, like they've been suggesting, or even small forward, and they could play Al Horford at center. Although they may trade him as well, so this would leave their um, lineup or starting lineup looking like, say, Lamelo Ball, Josh Richardson. Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, and Al Horford. For the Warriors, this would leave their front court looking like 
uh, oh, this would leave their lineup. Sorry, not front court lineup looking like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, um, say any other small forward that they can pick up in free agency. Um, uh, then Draymond Green at power forward and Joel Embiid at centre. Um, for our second last trade, we will have uh, Al Horford going to the 76ers. Uh, sorry, Al Horford going to the Pelicans, uh, along with Furkan Korkmaz and the Philadelphia 76ers 2021 first rounder, but it's lottery protected for Drew Holiday from the Pelicans. So the Sixers would look to do this to get a uh, a point guard that can play make uh, from the perimeter, unlike Ben Simmons, as he um, isn't very good at uh, perimeter oriented um, sort of play. Uh, he hasn't got a very perimeter oriented play style, and Drew Holiday would provide the Sixers with this. Um, he would also um, be a good mentor for Ben Simmons um, and Matisse Seibel as he's um, a elite defender in the NBA, one of the best. And um, yeah, Ben Simmons and Matisse Seibel are likely trying to achieve the same uh, sort of superstardom on the defensive end as Drew Holiday has achieved. So then the Pelicans would pick up Al Horford, Furkin Korkmaz, and the 76ers um, pick in 2021 that's lottery protected. So um, the Pelicans would do this to get a centre who can sort of space the floor for Zion and also um, create a little bit and who's a good passer. Um, so Al Horford would provide them with this and he could also space the floor, as I've said, um, and as well as getting Al Horford, they'd also get Furkin Korkmaz, who can be a potential replacement for JJ Redick down the line, as JJ is likely to either leave in free agency or potentially he could retire in a few years, as I believe he's 34 years old. Now, finally, for the... Uh, actually, sorry. Uh, this would leave their lineups looking like... Um, so the Pelicans would look like Lonzo Ball... Uh, at shooting guard, um, either Josh Hart nor Furkan Korkmaz at small forward. Um, they would have Brandon Ingram power forward. They'd have Zion at centre. They'd have Al Horford. The 76ers, if they did this trade but did not do the other one, um, they would look like uh, Drew Holiday, uh, Josh Richardson, um, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid at centre. So obviously between this trade and the Joel Embiid to Golden State one, it's very one or the other. So they probably wouldn't do both of them as um, both of these trades trades would um, resolve their, well, either of these trades would resolve their front court uh, chemistry slash spacing issues. Now our final trade is probably the least likely to happen. However, it could be likely uh, if Devin Booker wants to play with his friends in Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. So the Suns um, obviously did very well in the bubble and went on an 8-0 sort of streak. Um, 
the Timberwolves also got the first pick. So Devin Booker could see this as an opportunity to play with his friends in Cat and D'Lo, as Cat and D'Lo are reportedly very good friends with Devin Booker, and Devin Booker could see their first pick as a asset that they could use to trade for him. So then he may request a trade from the Suns, and um, the Timberwolves could put back an offer that looks something like Malik Beasley, James Johnson, Jarrett Culver, and the 2020 first round number one pick for Devin Booker. Uh, this would leave the Timberwolves with a starting lineup of D'Lo, Devin Booker. At small forward, they might have Josh Okoji. At power forward, they might have, I don't know, Nas Reid or Yuan Hernan Gomez. And at centre, they would have Cat. Uh, this would leave the Suns looking like, say, Lamelo Ball, if they picked him up with the first pick. Um, Malik Beasley. Um, then they could have Kelly Oubre at small forward, and then either Cam Johnson, or if Obi Toppin is still available at 10 in the draft, they could pick up him, and then DeAndre Ayton at centre. So that's the final trade. Now I'm just going to run through the quick possibilities of each trade happening. So Buddy Heald to Orlando. Personally, I think this has about a 50% chance of happening because I believe it's fairly likely to happen that the Magic would look for a more offensive, ta- offensively talented player and the Kings would uh, likely trade Buddy Heald. Whether it's to the Magic, I'm not sure. Now, the Pacers and Atlanta one show the Malcolm Brogdon for the number six pick, uh, Cam Reddish and Dwayne Dedman. Um, this would be... Um, a bit more uh, unlikely to happen, and I would probably give this a 10 or 15% chance to happen, because I'm not quite sure that the Pacers would even try to rebuild right now. They may simply be trying to reach further uh, in the playoffs uh, by firing Nate McMillan, but I'm not sure, and obviously this is just speculation. Uh, this would probably be a similar percent chance of happening with the Pacers and Spurs, although I would give this a solid 10% chance of happening uh, because um, I don't think the Spurs would trade for a player in Demand Sabonis. That would be, um, that would sort of help them in reaching the playoffs immediately as, well, Demand Sabonis is definitely a good player. Um, the Spurs are probably looking to reach to stand the lottery for a bit so that they can pick up some more assets through the draft and especially more young players instead of around the age of 25 like Sabonis more young players around the age of 20 or 19 from the draft so that would be about a 10% chance of happening um, now the Pelicans and 76ers trade for Drew Holiday and Al Horford I would give this a probably a 25% chance of happening because the Pelicans would um, will probably likely trade Drew Holiday this offseason and Al Horford could be a, a good piece that the Pelicans could get in return um, for Drew Holiday. So yeah, uh, that's a 25% chance of happening. Now the Warriors and Andrew Wiggins, it's tough to say. Uh, sorry, the Warriors trading Andrew Wiggins for Joel Embiid, it's tough to say for this but I'd probably give this a 20% chance of happening um, because we aren't sure whether Elton Brand, the 76ers GM, 
is actually willing to trade Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. And um, but however, the Warriors are looking for a number one, op- oh, not a number one option, but a someone who can be a number one option on a team, and Joel Embiid fits that uh, category. So they, uh, so yes, that would have a twenty percent chance of happening. Lastly, the Devin Booker for to Phoenix, uh, sorry, the Devin Booker to the Timberwolves one, um, would likely have a ten percent chance of happening, because. Um, I'm not sure what's running through Devin Booker's mind. He may request a trade, he may not. He might want to play with his friends. He might want to actually achieve success, um, which he probably wouldn't, would not get in um, a Minnesota uniform. So, uh, yes, I would give the uh, Devin Booker to the Timberwolves a 10% chance of happening. Okay, so that's it for the third episode, uh, or the Trade Machine episode of the Three Pointer Podcast. Um, if you've got any questions or comments, um, feel free to contact us at um, on Instagram at the Three Pointer Podcast. Um, you can also see us on YouTube at the Three Pointer Podcast. Um, you can also find us on Apple, Spotify, um, and if you've got any questions um that you'd like uh or any comments that you'd like us to uh speak about in a further episode um please don't hesitate to contact us at the three pointer podcast at gmail.com uh so thank you and goodbye